Hey everyone and welcome to the Year Was, the podcast all about today that gives you just enough information to effectively be that guy at the party causing all your friends to question, hey, who invited you? Like, seriously, why are you here? I'm your host Michael Montalvo and for the next few minutes we will swim through the river of time to try and find out what makes today truly unique. In this episode we examine the events that occurred October 13th. As Michael Scott says, I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. So with that in mind, let's take a look at one of the most stitious days in history, Friday the 13th. We all know that the day is supposed to be unlucky, but how many of us know why? Probably everyone, but me, really. Until now, because I did the research. There are many reasons Friday the 13th is considered to be one of the unluckiest days of the year, and believe it or not, it goes all the way back to the time of Jesus. According to the Bible, 13 guests were in attendance at the Last Supper. The Last Supper allegedly happening on a Thursday, with the day after, obviously, being a Friday. But not just any Friday. Good Friday. Although I don't think Jesus thought of it as a quote-unquote Good Friday after the whole betrayal and crucifixion of it all. And so it's because of this number of guests and the events that happened after that many Christians and non-Christians believe that the day of Friday the 13th is a tad bit unlucky. And to make matters worse, that's not the only biblical thing that's said to have happened on a Friday. Eve gave the apple to Adam, and it's also supposed to be the day that Cain killed Abel, and Noah had his great flood. These all claim Friday or Friday the 13th as their day of happening. Pretty spooky, right? Well, that's not all. To further complicate the number and the date, the fall of Constantinople occurred on April 13th, 1204, which was a Tuesday, and the Code of Hammurabi skips the 13th law, but that turned out to be a clerical error, and that clerk no longer works for this company. And this brings the first question to mind of why is 13 unlucky? Weren't you paying attention? We answered that with the whole Last Supper thing. But, okay, we'll go into it a little bit more. To put it in its simplest form, 12 is considered by many to be a complete set, a perfect number. And so any addition to that, or the addition of a 13th, would make it be unlucky. I mean, one needs look no further than the party of Thor and Oakenshield. Dwarf superstition brought along the need for a 14th and the arrival of Bilbo Baggins. And that's all well and good, but what about Friday the 13th is unlucky? That is to say, why is it unlucky? Stop dancing around the subject and tell me, you say to me. Okay. The year was 1307, and on this day, October 13th, King Philip of France arrested hundreds of the Knights Templar and had them burned at the stake. So who are the Knights Templar? This all goes back to the Crusades. Christian armies captured Jerusalem in 1099. It had previously been under Muslim control. As pilgrims started coming in from Western Europe, they became seen as something of an easy target and were targeted 
to be robbed and killed as they crossed the land still controlled by Muslims in the process of reaching Jerusalem. This, as you can imagine, was bad for them. So in 1118, Hugues de Payen, who was a French knight along with eight others, banded together and created a military order who called themselves the Poor Fellow Soldiers of Christ in the Temple of Solomon. They soon after became known as the Knights Templar because the other thing was a mouthful to say. Baldwin II, the ruler of the land, supported this group, and the Knights, in return, pledged to protect Christian visitors who visited the city. But even with all of this, they did not become something to be worried about until 1126, which is when the church gave these soldiers diplomatic immunity, so Hammer can't sue. What this meant was that they did not have to abide by the rules of either the church or the monarchy, but still were granted the privileges associated with both groups. Allegedly, the Templars studied alchemy and the forbidden arts, and sought after and discovered forbidden knowledge, and instead of offering their findings to museums where they belonged, a la Indiana Jones, they kept them for themselves in their order. To fund themselves, they ran pyramid schemes, collected taxes, exploited the peasants, and using this wealth, they bankrolled both sides of wars and loaned money to both the church and the monarchy, who took the money and put themselves in massive debt to the Templars. This, as you would imagine, caused a bit of a rift between the groups, and King Philip IV of France decided to take it upon himself to rid the world of these problems. But there was one obstacle that he faced. He needed papal support, and he didn't have it. So he did what anyone would do in that situation, and he had the Pope murdered. When that didn't work, he had the next one murdered too, and Fortunately for the third pope in one year, he seemed to get the hint and backed King Philip IV. And so it came to pass that on Friday, October 13, 1307, the Knights Templar were raided and arrested and taken to be tortured. There was a trial for sure, but it did no good for them, and they were sentenced to be burned at the stake. One of the Templars captured was Grandmaster Jacques de Molay, and after being tortured into a confession and sentenced to die... He withdrew his confession and cursed those who brought about his end. And some think that this is the origin of the superstition. Not all of the Templars were caught and killed, however. Many fled to Switzerland and set up shop there. What's particularly interesting in this is that the Swiss flag is the inverse of the Templar shield, a red cross on a white field to a white cross on a red field. Friday the 13th has obviously appeared in much of pop culture, from Chaucer's Canterbury Tales to the films with Jason Voorhees, and even books like The Da Vinci Code. It even holds a special meaning to Taylor Swift, who apparently thinks of the number and the day as something of a good luck charm. That's going to do it for us today. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, give us a rate and a review. That helps me on, helps steer this in a direction that is hopefully good for all if you're watching this on youtube you can find the year was audio version on your podcast app of choice you can find me on social media and at youtube at the apple cider club and as always i want to thank the tim kreitz band for our musical theme and thank you for listening we'll see you next time 